Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money and you're not ready for your money, start working harder for you today. You want that freedom of cash flow right now, not 30 or 40 years from today, but you want it now so that you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, we know it's not just about getting rich because your life is so much more than that. It's about creating a rich life because as you're blessed financially, you now have a greater capacity to bless the lives of those around you. And that is what it means to be a rippler. Thank you for allowing me to create that ripple effect through you. Thank you for tuning in. You've been binging and sharing these episodes. Heck, you guys have been going in through iTunes or YouTube, whatever it is. I would just ask, if you like this episode, leave us a review. Give us a positive review, whether it's on iTunes or even if it's on YouTube here, subscribe, like, please share it. Don't keep us a secret. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, so I've got a definitely a special guest today that who knew was actually in my backyard in Salt Lake, and that's usually what happens. I have to usually go talk to people outside of the state of Utah to then refer me to people inside the state of Utah. I got a special guest here named Merrill Chandler. Now, he's actually the CEO of Get Fundable. And Get Fundable, especially for those that want to get credit, right? But not just credit, but be able to get financing, be able to get money on terms that's just barely over prime, be able to get you great bank lines of credit, not just credit cards where you just transfer balances, but bank lines of credit so that you don't have to have all these expensive alternatives, hard money and everything else. You can actually get great affordable rates, even with the current rates, more affordable than what you can get out there in the private markets. He's had over 30 years experience in this personal and business credit realm, definitely helping people get really fundable, be able to sometimes secure literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars of money right now. And I'm telling you, if there's anything you've heard me teach over the last several months is that the person that has the cash will be the king or queen as we move into this next deeper recession than what we've seen before. So Merrill, welcome to our show today. I'm excited to be here, Chris. Thank you very much for inviting me and kind of pull back the curtain today on some of the things that your listeners may believe that are actually landmines they've been stepping on for years, didn't even know they were doing it. So thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to dive in. So but before we do, like, tell us a little bit more about you, Merrill. So I've been in the business and personal credit space for 30 plus years now. I co-founded, you're a Utah guy. I co-founded Lexington Law Firm, the largest credit repair law firm in the country. It's a huge employer here in, in the Salt Lake area. And when I was there, I learned that you can't repair your way to approval readiness. 
right? You can delete a, mm. a couple of negative items, but worst case, let's say you get everything negative off your report, you got to start over. And the only thing people sell you when you're starting over are build your credit. I call them scams. They're kind of imposters because what we learn from this entire experiment, Chris, is that your score is the fifth and last and least important contributor to you being approved from your auto loans, credit cards, mortgages, business lines of credit, business loans, commercial loans, et cetera. Your score is last. And we're happy to discuss more of that. So that's a myth we believe in. A credit repair, credit builders, all focus, raise your score, raise your score. And then people mm -hmm. wonder why I have an 800 plus score and nobody will give me a business line of credit. And there we are. That's right. It's true because like banks are investors. We talk about that a lot on the show, right? Like banks, if you think more like the bank, you'll think like a better investor. And truly credit score, sure, you made on-time payments, but that doesn't mean that they're going to invest their money with you. It's like if I were to invest money in a real estate deal with somebody, their operator, like, oh, but it's okay. I have an 820 credit score. Well, that's great. But does your deal <laughs> suck? <laughs> you know? Perfectly said. Yeah. And we're up against that all the time. People come to me, I give a presentation at an event and people come up and everybody like, yeah, I want to know more about this because I have an 820 credit score and I can't get a dime. And I'm like, because your credit score means if you get approved, how much they'll give you and the rate they'll give you. Score yes. determines rate and term, not whether or not you're approved. So what is it that actually helps people get approved more? Okay. So this is the secret sauce, right? There are mm -hmm. five fundability factors, scores the last one. So let's talk about the first four, your identity. Your identity is the gatekeeper to your approvals. Every single bank, even mortgages now are going online, right? They're just upload your documents. And sometimes they don't even look for documents. They're measuring your borrower behaviors on your credit cards, your auto loans, your current mm -hmm. mortgages. There are 40 borrower behaviors that break down into these five fundability factors. And that is what they are measuring. So you're, the gatekeeper is your identity. If they can't recognize you, they don't want to take the time, energy, and resources to verify your ID and hold it up to your face. Yep, that's them. Mm -hmm. So the more clear your identity is in these automatic approval process, the software online processes, then you have a greater likelihood of moving to the next stage, which is evaluating your financials. Financials are your income, your debt to income ratio, your total debt load, payment load, those types of things. Well, and to be fair, we know all these criteria need to be to be approved. So that's why we seem to rattle cages and it more importantly, be really popular with real estate investors and serious business owners who are trying to find more and more money to do their deals. The third thing after financials is your banking relationship. So many people think you just go into a bank and go, hey, I've got an 820 credit score, give me some money. They wanna see a relationship. And that relationship, yeah. uh, money buys time. And so the more money you put in and the algorithm triggers that you can do, we call it interval training, and you can train the software inside of a bank to recognize you as a valuable borrower. So that is the banking. And then number four is credit, your credit profile. Now is when they look at your credit profile, not way upstream, right? They look at your credit profile to see what your past history has been. What are your borrower behaviors? And those borrower behaviors are what are the key indicators 
what your attitudes and beliefs are about money. And then the last one is credit score. That's when they look at the score. So the first four get you approved. The last one determines how much rate and term. That's great. I want to come back to one of those things about the banking relationships, because that's one that not many people talk about, even though I've known in my own personal experience, that's humongous. That's a huge effect. So I've heard a lot of guys, even guys that have massive businesses, um, lots of money, even millions of dollars will be funneling through a bank, like a Chase Bank, for example. And then all of a sudden recently, they're getting ticked off because now Chase Bank says, ah, you're not not a, not a big enough whale for us, but you're not a big enough fish. So <laughs> we don't really care about you have $5 million sitting with us. You just don't mean anything. Is that becoming a bigger reality lately? Or is that something that's always been the case? So it's always been the case, but there's a context to it. We call it a funding target. So you'd know what a target looks like. You got your bullseye, you got rings. So it happened in 2008. Then we had this 15-year run of low interest, et cetera. When the banks are have lots of reserves and then can 10X their reserves to lend, you can still get approved way out on the outer rings of this funding target, right? Yeah the criteria to be at what we call a bullseye borrower to hit the exact lending criteria to hit the bullseye of that funding the guidelines never changes so the target may get smaller but the bullseye remains the same so we teach our all the members of our community how to create this bullseye borrowing framework no matter how big the funding target is because your best rates your best terms the highest amounts that they're going to give you they'll give you a hundred thousand dollar line of credit instead of a twenty thousand dollar line of credit if you've done it right so what happens is now that there's a credit crunch lately they're only going to focus on the people with all the borrower behaviors the amount of money in the account is not a borrower behavior it sets the status of who you are to them. And we get an entire episode of what they do with your money between 5 p.m. and 8 a.m. While you're sleeping at night, they're trading your dollars. So you're valuable. How much money you have in has a certain worth to them as you as a customer. But man, it's the borrower behaviors because people can make a $5 million and spend 6 million if they're a bad borrower, right? It's our attitude that they're measuring. And that's what's key here. So yes, Mm. having $5 million in the account is not the most important. They'd rather have you have less money in the account. We have people with $20,000 in an account, but they're hitting these, they're training the software to recognize them with spectacular borrower behaviors. And even to this day, since COVID, we've had over a hundred million in these fundings because they're bullseye borrowers. So you're telling me that they would actually much rather, I mean, despite what has been taught in the financial world, where they say you can have a great relationship by having a lot of money in the bank, you're saying that you could actually have a better relationship with less money in the bank and more borrowing from the bank? Yes. The key is money does not create a relationship. It creates a customer value. And they grade those. There's actually grades of customers, right? And they're orders of magnitude, just so you know. But how much money you have in there, they'll consider but it depending on how you use even a $10,000 or $20,000 credit card can actually counteract what the amount of money that you have because what they have found since 2008 this did not ex- automatic underwriting wasn't a thing before 2008 it was mostly manual mm-hmm. manual underwriting now they measure your behaviors 
And if you fit, especially that bullseye, those inner rings in your the funding criteria, they will give you money regardless of how much you have in the bank. So that is a complete myth that money equals power to borrow. Not true. Now, mm-hmm. if you get a secured instrument, say, I'm going to put up one million of that to borrow against, they're still going to look at how much, what your borrower behaviors look like. Because if you're mm-hmm. reckless or you don't have the right kind of instrument, if your entire credit profile is full of the Cabela's and the retail accounts, all that, you're a consumer. You've outed mm-hmm. yourself as a consumer, not a strategic borrower. So they're going to look at all, and yes, you can be denied because of low value profiles, your credit profiles. You can just kick right out. Now, before I want, I want to dig into this even more, but before I do, like, tell us more about your company, Get Fundable, and, and if people want to follow you, how would they do that? You can go to meetmerrill.com and it has, it just has a list of free everything. It's got our education packages. It's got our eBooks. It's just a wonderful list, a, a central place where getfundable.com and it's Get Fundable on both LinkedIn and Instagram, Facebook, Get Fundable basically is our battle cry, right? We are a tech-enabled borrower education company that wants to change the relationship, transform the relationship between borrowers and lenders. Awesome. And who's like the ideal kind of person that would utilize your services? Serious business owners and real estate investors, right? Serious real estate investors. And I say serious, yes, that's interpretable, but if somebody is so hungry for cash that they're going to go credit card stack and not know what the deleterious effects, right? The mostly bad and the ugly of getting that level of cash. They're not our client, right? Because we want people who can forecast and say in 90 days, I want to pick up my first 50 to hundred grand in 90 days after that, another we've picked up three to 500 in credit line portfolios within 90 days for serious business owners, right? There's a difference between hungry for capital and wanting to grow your business strategically. And we don't want the ones who are chasing because those are borrower behaviors that are already ratting yourself out to the lenders right Mm -hmm. now. And so we don't want you as a client per se, because we have to help you ladder out of a hole, right? We want individuals who have a strategic presence in their space, real estate investors who are growing their business, don't have enough capital. And here's one thing I do want to say. We plus, we add to private money and hard money. The way we look at it is hard money and and private money is the avant-garde, right? If you're doing three Mm -hmm. deals a quarter and you want to move to five deals a quarter, we want you to backfill the three deals a quarter with inexpensive loans and lines of credit. Those next two you're growing, use hard money, use private money. And then when you grow to 10, keep using it for those out there while we backfill with this super cheap money. So we plus uh, hard money and private money. We're not against it because it takes a minute to create these lines and these relationships. So that's our client base, serious business owners, serious real estate investors. Yeah. And don't expect that you're going to get this money tomorrow. Like this is something you got to build up to, yeah, right? Go, to go become that bullseye. Else. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Yeah. But it doesn't take very long if you're serious about it, right? Within 90 days, we can recalibrate all those borrower behaviors because they measure the borrower behaviors over the course of what we call a 24 month look back period. 
in increments of three, six, nine, 12, 18, and 24 months. So every one of those increments, we can add more force and more influence with the bank by shifting the borrower behaviors. And you're helping with both personal and business credit too, correct? That's correct. So let's let's take an example like me. I mean, we're with Money Ripples, like we kind of bootstrap everything, right? Obviously, I've got my Delta Sky Miles car because I love being a diamond status and just sure. you know use get all the free bonuses and stuff and perks that I get on that. But other than that, I really don't utilize it at capital. But I probably could come up with a reason to do it, right? Is there a reason that someone like me would want to get more fundable in that sense? Okay, so this is an amazing question, very perceptive. What happens is we can, let's say our glass is eight ounces, right? Mm -hmm. So we can't imagine really a world where, and it's full, right? Yeah. If you have a gallon glass, your eight ounces is conspicuously absent of being filled. And so you will want the nature of the human experience is to want to fill it up. So yeah. you will attract, and this is where it gets into my meta world, but if you had $500,000 in business lines of credit, Chris, all of a sudden deals would start finding you. Opportunities right. would start finding you and you would be calling them to you because you have the capacity now. If your cup is full, there's no capacity. So if we're not repelling them, we're just not inviting new opportunities, right? But I've yeah, never seen- or subconsciously just putting it out of your mind because it just doesn't fit that box. It that doesn't you're fit that box, right? And so, yeah. like I said, it's a great question. And we've had individuals because we have this million dollar funding formula. And so somebody's like, yeah, I want to do the million dollar funding formula. They come on, they're a great client. They hit about 350 and then poof, gone. We never see them again. No joke. So I go through and I love every member of my community. And so I have a regular exercise to reach out to people who are missing in action, right? Or like, where'd you go? And you're like, thank you so much. I love what you're doing. This is amazing. I cannot believe that I have been able to do what I've been able to do since learning about your program, but I can't even spend the 350 that I've got <laughs> because <laughs> their ambition, the idea of a million dollars sounds really good to all of us. Do you know how much to turn $350,000 in taking down properties? They didn't want to work that hard, right? They're just yeah. content with their level of real estate investing. And so they stopped attending because they were crazy satisfied with their results. It's the story of the 10 lepers from the Bible, right? It's yeah. like the nine that just ran off celebrating. And then the one actually came back to say, thank you. And you have the nine yeah. lepers right there. Yeah. And I guess that's good news. You're like, you're so happy that you stop talking to us because you don't need more money for what you're trying to create. But there's mm -hmm. always more. Uh, one of our most successful clients, uh, Michael, brilliant from Louisiana, brilliant. We implemented our velocity funding strategy. Think of velocity funding because velocity is direction and speed, right? Every yeah. single real estate investor, every single business owner has a different velocity, has a different speed. So we find what that is for you. We look at all of your assets. We look at all of your liquidity. We look at your entire financial picture. And then we line up best credit lines, business loans, commercial loans, HELOCs, everything, that every financial credit instrument. And we put them in the right order to get you what you need as fast as you want to go, as quickly as you want to go. Well, those are the same. As fast as you want to go yeah. in the direction you want to go. And so that's why we call it velocity funding.
I love it. Man, we can go on forever, but I know we're out of time here, but <laughs> right. that's kind of how it goes, right? It's probably something we probably have to talk about again, I'm sure. But not just, just for that, to. even for me personally too. So yeah, I know that one thing I'll say this from a business owner perspective, if anybody else is like me that way, they say, well, do I really need more funding? I'll tell you this, reading Trey Taylor's book called The Three Things CEO Does, which is what I was basically going to say. Yeah. One of them is actually make sure you have funding, right? That you have the capital when you need it. That's the responsibility of a CEO, yeah. as well as attracting new talent and things like that. Exactly. And that's true. I mean, you're exactly that answer, aren't you? And you want to, absolutely. We found ourselves in some amazing rooms with some amazing people and having our clients and the members of our community really respond to being able to see that they get to be so much bigger than they thought they could be because they have access to low-cost capital. I mean, yeah. just imagine the amount of power you wake up to every day when you're like, I can do something that I couldn't do a month ago or a quarter ago, right? Sure. It's just liberating and, and it's a blast to be a part of this experience with them. Well, especially when you get rates way better than getting a credit card. That's for sure. Exactly. And zero interest. Can I address that really quickly? Just super yeah. fast. So yeah. credit card stacking is when you get a bunch of credit cards, right? The mm -hmm. problem is, is if any of those credit cards report to your personal profile, then those high balances are going to kill your fundability, kill your approval readiness. And so no matter, you might be saving money, but it's a consumer borrower behavior that uh, once again, you're ratting yourself out. If they don't report to business, that's better. But those high balances, you're still ruining the relationship with that bank. And that bank is willing to give you more and more money if you have the right borrower behaviors. So credit card stacking, bless your heart. You didn't know, but you heard it here. You didn't know before now, but now you heard it here first. Credit card stacking can be dangerous. It is helpful under a few circumstances. I can't just, I can't just diss it but you got to know what you're getting into. So that's your cautionary tale. That's your PSA. This uh, public the more you know. announcement. Yeah, the more you know. <laughs> right. Awesome. Yeah, great advice. Yeah, again, we'll put, uh, we'll make sure we put the Get Fundable, you know, pages, you know, with Instagram, TikTok, and, and all yeah. those things as well. But plus your website, we'll make sure to put that in the show notes so people can reach out because that's important stuff to know. And yeah, you don't want to jeopardize that by thinking, I did a little hack that worked. Oh, but I just destroyed my future, right? You want to make sure yeah. you don't sacrifice please, something please, for the now please. for something that could be better later too. Yeah. And because the thing is, is then I can't help you because I don't take on clients who are that deep in a hole. Can't do it. Yeah. We have an online course that can help you. But as a client where we're trying to build and move with velocity, yeah, we're not going to be able to help you. That's the one key thing I've learned from banks is that they always want to give you credit when you don't need it. And so the best time to get it is when you don't need it versus yeah. when you do need it, then you're yeah. in trouble. Absolutely. Completely well, agree. Meryl, it's, again, it's thank you so awesome, much for your time man. today. So generous, so much good <laughs> stuff here. Again, we'll probably end up having to bring you back on later as well. But okay. everybody, if this is something where you feel like you might need this, and especially like I said, this we're moving to a time where cash will be king or queen, depending on who you are. This is, is something you should be looking into now to prepare versus when you need it the most. Absolutely. So guys, be sure to reach out to Meryl if this is something that you really need. Go and make it a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks 
and get your money working harder for you now. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.